Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. We want to take a minute and give credit to one of our sponsors of the show, Her Two Beauty Bar. They specialize in all-natural skincare, all-natural ingredients, which includes sensual body butters, cleansing soap milk, exfoliating sugar scrubs, facial aloe skin products, and argan hair care. Go to MySkinCareNatural.com to shop for your natural skincare needs. Now, back to the show. Hey, hey, hey. How are you? Pretty good. How are you? I am good. I am great. Glad to see another week where we can talk about the bold and the beautiful. Yes. (laughs) Well, welcome back, everyone. This is our second new week since the um, break from the original um, cutoff date that we had back at the end of April. So, We got a new week and new information to talk about. Welcome. We appreciate all of you. Um, A lot of you listened to our first, uh, I should say our first episode since the break. So uh, we really appreciate that. And we look forward to continue to bring you more um, information regarding the bold and beautiful, hopefully young and restless soon. I don't know when they're going to be airing, but right now we'll just deal with what we got. And what we got is new stuff from Bold and Beautiful. So welcome everyone. And look like we had a couple of preemptions this week. So we should have got three good episodes out of the five days um, outside the two preemptions that we had. So we're going to get started and talk about that. So, so you already, girl? I can hardly hear you. You sound so far away. How about now? Oh, that's much better. Okay. Okay. So we're going to go ahead and get this show started. Um, We're going to start with Tuesday because Monday was preempted on CBS. So there was no new episode shown on Monday the 27th, which pushes us into Tuesday, July 28th. Um. And it looks like on Tuesday, Ridge finally finds out that Bill was the one that caused Steffi accident. And then the, looks like Brooke defends Bill. So before we even get into the second part of this, which has to do with Sally, what do you think about that? Do you think that Ridge should have been as upset as he was? Um, I mean, I can understand why he's upset because we are talking about Bill. You know, mm-hmm. his rela- his relationship with Bill has never been a good one. Right. So anything that involves him and him possibly hurting someone as part of his family, regardless of if it was an accident or not, um, Bridge is going to have that type of reaction. So, I, I mean, of course, we know what happened. So I think Bridge was 
overreacting a little bit and just mm-hmm. letting his emotions get in the way. Um, but, uh, I mean, I, I guess I can understand why he will have that reaction just because he can't stand Bill to begin with. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I found that pretty interesting. I mean, it took Bill a minute to let it out, and I think a lot of that is due to the fact because he probably within himself knew that Ridge was going to feel some kind of way, not just yeah. because of the accident, but because he just don't like him. Right. So, you know, and then what do you think about Brooke defending him? Do you think that she was right to defend Bill, or um, what do you I- think? I don't know. I don't. I didn't really feel like it was so much of her defending Bill. I think she was just trying to get Ridge to be um, rational about the situation. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, she was basically saying, you know, Bill wouldn't do anything to hurt Steffi. Like, purposely hurt her. Bill isn't. Bill didn't set out that day to find Steffi and run her over or something like that. It was an accident. I think that's really what she was trying to get Ridge to see that way. The situation didn't escalate into a fight or something unnecessary. So I don't, right. I don't think it was that she was really defending him. I think she was just trying to make sure the situation stayed calm. Yeah, I, I, I go ahead. No, no, I'm done. Oh, yeah, because I'm thinking the same thing. I think she was just trying to mediate the situation. You know, I mean, they try to portray it just for the drama sake of it all and I, I mean everybody has their own opinion I know some of the fans probably say oh no Brooke was trying to take up for Bill but in my opinion it looks to me as if she was trying to mediate the situation so right. you know she knew obviously because of what has just happened with the kiss and everything that Ridge was going to react the way that he was going to react and, you know, at the same time, you know, Brooke knew that Bill wouldn't purposely run down Steffi, that this had to be just a crazy, tragic accident, you know. And so, well, at least it wasn't, we don't know yet. I guess we'll see next week how bad the situation is, because obviously she's having some problems, as we will see and talk about on Friday. But... You know, I just think she was just trying to mediate the situation. I don't see this as something where she was trying to stick up for Bill against Ridge or anything. So we also we also see that um, Doc, I mean Detective uh, Sanchez is back on on the scene, and you know he questioned Bill. You know, and he seemed you know he the questions were pretty straightforward. You know, what were you doing? Were you not paying attention? You know, whatever the situation was. And he pretty much was like, okay, well, I, you know, seems to me as an accident. I don't see, but y'all need to stay away from each other. Right. Yeah, he was, that was kind of funny when he said, if you guys are going to stick around the hospital, then make sure that you're going to be civil to each other because the last thing that they need is for him to be called back into the hospital because right (laughs) (laughs) he was like don't have me come back up here because y'all can't act right in the same space so I mean it was nice that they actually brought him on just for the sake of the accident scene you know to have him on but I mean, other than that, that was pretty much, I mean, unless I missed something, that was pretty much with that particular episode. 
with the, I mean with not with that but with the uh with those three with Brooke, Ridge and Bill, correct? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't too and much it seems there. Like really with that scene, with that um particular storyline, it seems like for the three days that it was on, there wasn't really there wasn't really much that happened, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I felt like the first two days were pretty much the same with them going back and forth between Ridge and Bill arguing with each other and Bill, I think Bill explained the situation like three times to Ridge Then he did it, you know, when we see later in the week when Liam shows up and then again in the room with Steffi. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So the other part of that episode, um, which switches over to Wyatt, Sally, and flow is that Wyatt confronts Sally over the lies because obviously flow filled him in on everything right so now it's his turn to pretty much confront Sally over everything that you know she had done um the other thing is Penny and Sally realize that there there's a big price to pay for their you know their deception on what they were trying to do and, um, you know, of course, Wyatt lays into Sally for her actions and her calculated ideas of pregnancy. What did you think about that whole thing? Do you think that um, Sally really, did, I mean, granted, she's taken some accountability, I guess. I don't know. But then at the other reason, she was explaining away her actions. What do you think about all that? Um. So, uh, she, yes, she did take accountability for the stuff that she did. Mm -hmm. She said, you know, she she knows she's wrong for what she did. And I like like that they allowed her to explain Mm -hmm. why she did what she did. And Mm -hmm. I don't agree with what Sally did, but I I get how it got to that point in a sense. I mean, of course, not as far as it went as her lying about her illness and them kidnapping Flo, but I like how she laid out to Wyatt, this is this is why I feel the way I do, because you, you told me you loved me, you proposed to me, you said all these wonderful things to me, and then she comes into town, and it's like you just threw me aside. And I'm like, yes, he did. He, that is exactly what he did, and mm-hmm. he, needs to be and he needs to be held accountable for the way that he treated her. Mm-hmm. Saying that she is justified in, in the lies that she told and, and all of the little schemes that she was doing, but well, I feel like this whole time with this whole thing between this triangle with with those three, I feel like Wyatt has just gotten off scot free with how he has handled that situation. Like, not only did the writers have him um, break Sally's heart once, they had him do it twice. <laughs> I think I said this last week. He broke he broke Sally's heart twice within like less than six months. I'm like, mm-hmm. that was, that to me, that was such an unnecessary path to take with that storyline, especially the second time. The second time I thought, I felt like they were completely, completely dead wrong with the way they handled that. Not only did they do this to Sally, but then they turned Sally into this villain who lies about being sick to everybody. And now everybody is going to be pissed off at her when they find out about this. The one thing that I wish she had said to Wyatt um, during her her rant about why she did what she did was 
I wish you would have specifically. Now, um, are you still there? Yes, I'm here. Are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Sorry about that. Yes, we are back. Sorry for the technical difficulties in that last clip, but we are back. So um, now what were you saying? I know that you you had a lot to say about why it's accountability. Yeah. So basically what I was saying was I wish that they would have during her during Sally explaining um, her actions. I wish that she would have specifically pointed out how when Wyatt proposed to her. That he did it just to get Sally to let her guard down. That Sally was, I remember Sally being very adamant about she did not want to be intimate with him or become too serious with him until she knew for sure that he was ready to be with her again and to for it to be long-term or for them to be solid and for it to be a serious relationship. Like she said that to him. And then the next thing you know, what is Wyatt doing? Wyatt proposes to her. Now, to me, that seems like Wyatt only proposed to her because he wanted to be he wanted to be able to get back into bed with her, not because mm-hmm. he truly loved her. Like, and I think that he did. I think he does care about Sally, but I don't think he was in love with her even at that time. I think he was just using her. Um, I think I said this last week, using her to get over her flow. So I wish that they would have allowed Sally to point that particular thing out because I think Fal- or, um, I think Wyatt should feel like crap about that. Well, here's the thing. I, I, I really don't like how they did the Sally character. And granted, we kind of touched on this last week in our last episode when we were originally saying what they were going to do with Courtney Hope. Um, you know, whether she was leaving and then midstream she wasn't leaving and then they had to redirect the storyline. But if you're going to redirect the storyline, maybe turn it into something that they found this, you know, she did have a terminal illness. They, she did some type of experimental testing and wow, she's better and she's getting back to her life to turn her into this crazy scheming villain. Okay. Did it make for drama? Maybe, but on the flip side of this, again, you back in the character into a corner, kind of like, with Thomas, which we still eventually going to see how they get him out of that. Right. But, I mean, the only thing that I can think of is if Wyatt has a soft spot for her because of everything that she talked about on Tuesday with how you treated me and like you just said, the whole thing about okay, I'm going to take my time before I commit to, to you. I need to make sure. And then the moment that she does do it then flow right so i mean do i agree with the method that that you know sally did with this whole thing of course not okay she lied to a lot of people including her own employer i mean they're carrying the weight of her work right now because they're thinking she's she's sick but i think ridge is 
kind of doing something with her designs to make them switch over to the couture line or whatever it is. So they actually are helping her stay working for them. Right. You know, so, I mean, I don't agree with that, but at the same time, you know, Wyatt does have some responsibility in this because, again, we mentioned last week, too, is that she knows nothing about the kiss and everything that they shared. And then the moment that she used Liam's name, then uh, that was his excuse to throw her under the bus. Right. <clears throat> right. You know, so I totally get everything that Sally was saying. So look how you treated me. But, and she got the short end of the stick with Liam. She, she got the short it. end of the stick with Thomas. She got the short end of the stick with all three of those guys. Exactly. Like I mean, they just keep they just keep screwing her over and I hate it. I hate that they have done that to her character. Because here's the thing, this Sally Spectra that is she technically was supposed to be Sally Spectra 2.0 from the original Sally Spectra, this vibrant, self-assured, highly confident redhead who is gonna come in and pick up where her her where the old Sally Spectra left off. But then they actually are changing you hear a beeping noise? Yep, sorry, that's me. Oh. Um, they're actually changing the strong character that she came on the show to be. Right. You know, which is crazy to me. So pattern. You see that pattern? Mm-hmm. Yep. Cause you said that a while back in our old episodes about Steffi. Yep. You know. And I mean, honestly. They kind of do it with all the women. They hope included. They have made her character so reliant upon Liam. Like that's basically. I feel like that is Hope's whole um, identity in this show. Is it surrounds Liam? Yeah. She doesn't have her own identity. Brooke is the same way. Her whole identity in this show surrounds. I feel like surrounds Ridge. Yeah. Ridge and Eric, maybe. Yep. It's like none of the, I, I don't feel like any of the female, the same with Taylor. I don't feel like any of the female characters have their own, like, their own identity. I think Quinn might be. Quinn is probably the only, the only one. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She because, might be the only one. Because I guess with Quinn, the way that she came over, she is so extremely radically independent. Mm-hmm. And. You know, she's this one that survives it all. I mean, yes, she had a kid by Bill Spencer, but her personality type is so strong that, you know, she's not going, yeah, she likes dealing with Eric, but at the same time, she also can tell Eric to go sit down somewhere. Exactly. She has been, (laughs) she has been the only, I feel like the only female character, uh, maybe somewhat Stephanie, Stephanie. Oh, OG like, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I feel like Quinn has been the only female character that, like, for real, has told Eric, has been honest with Eric about Brooke. Yeah. Like, and not not holding back because she's afraid that Eric will leave her. Like, just straight up honest with Eric about Brooke. And, and mm-hmm. Bridge, too. Honest and, with him about how she is. Yeah, you know, and that's I, I, that's why, you know, a lot of people, I know there are a lot of folks that are not Quinn fans, you know, because of some of the things that she has done, okay? Mm-hmm. But outside of 
that behavior, her extreme confidence is what I like about that character. Because like yeah. you say, the other women on this show, their identity is wrapped around a dude. You know what I mean? Right. So it's, you know, just the fact that Sally, you know, I mean, she, she honestly, I mean, granted the whole Liam thing, Liam is Liam and he doesn't deserve, I'm not going to say Liam is Liam because I mean, his behavior is just out of control. Sometimes <laughs> it's like he's captain, save a female. I don't want to say everything else, but yeah. um, yeah. Yeah, but in that situation, I don't know if Sally should have gotten involved because Liam was married to Steffi at that time. So, yeah, you you don't. But with Thomas, she moves all the way to New York only to come back home with nothing because he got back with Caroline. And then he comes back home after Caroline passes away. And then now her dealing with Wyatt after he gets, you know, she comes back to town basically with nothing, moves her in the beach house. The rest is history, and now he drops her like a bad habit. Right, and then that second, the second time around, it's like she was fine, and mm-hmm. then here you come again, Wyatt begging her. He begged Sally for a second chance. Sally mm-hmm. was Sally was doing just fine. I mean, yeah, she was still upset about it, but she was doing fine without him. And even after you know he asked a few times, she she was still skeptical. Like, no, I don't. You know, I don't know if I want to do this. So mm-hmm. he begs her for a second chance. He gets his second chance and then turns around and does the exact same thing to her again. Exactly. Like, exactly. And so did it, I mean, could she have made better choices the way this is scripted? Sure. But of course yeah. the drama piece of it is I'm going to fake my illness. I'm going to get sympathy. He's going to feel sorry for me because she still thinks that deep down because how quick it happened Mm-hmm. that switch between her and Flo, she's figuring there's some part of him that still has some feelings for her. Right. And that she was going to use sympathy as a way to tap into those feelings so that she can um, get what she wants, which was to have him change his mind about Flo, come back to her, have, and then the whole baby thing. Like I said, I'm glad that they kind of exposed this thing because how could how would you have done that? Say, oh, wow, I'm getting treatment. I'm healthy now. Now I can carry a kid for nine months. I don't know how they were going <laughs> to. <laughs> how were you going to pull that off? You were supposed yeah. to be dying in a matter of days in this lie that you created. And then now all of a sudden, oh, yeah, I'm going to spend the next nine months carrying your child. Yeah, okay. So I'm kind of glad they exposed that because that would have been like so unrealistic. Yeah, but with it. Yeah, that was crazy. Well, here's the thing, though. The um, I guess with all of this, you know, he's looking at her like, I, you know, I, I, I'm just, I'm floored. I, do you think by looking at Wyatt's face that he feels some kind of way about his actions that Sally was talking about? In the be so kind of yes. I, okay. Because his so in the beginning, like when um Penny and Sally first got back to her apartment um, mm-hmm. with Wyatt and Flo. Um, and Wyatt was basically her. Well, Wyatt and Flo both were both laying into Sally about what she did and how could you lie to everybody like that? Um, we were there for you. Even Flo was there for you. We did all this stuff for you. Um, they both had this very smug look on their faces. 
mm-hmm. talking to her as if just talking down on her as if um, she was just the worst person on the face of the earth. And yes, what she did was wrong. Um, but just really like, just I hated the look on his face as he was talking to her. And it's like, why you have, to me, you have no right to be down on her like this because you are pretty much the cause of this issue, mm-hmm. of this situation that's going on right now. So when she starts to explain herself, um, it, you do kind of see his facial expression change to, mm-hmm. yikes, you know, maybe I did mess up. Um, I was kind of dead wrong for that. I was dead wrong for this. I was dead wrong for this too. Um, so I, I think he, I think it did make him kind of think about his role and how all of this drama happened. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, hopefully it did, and I hope that um, in the some future episodes he kind of, I hope to see him apologize, I guess, to Sally mm-hmm. and take uh, accountability for how he treated her and how he handled the situation with um, breaking up with her and then getting back together with her. And then breaking up with her again um, for Flo. So, I don't know. Hopefully, it gets him thinking about what he did. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, we shall see, hopefully, right? Yeah. All right. So, that pushes us now into Wednesday, uh, the 29th. Um, the thing about Wednesday, I, I, you know, we're going to start off with the whole Sally thing as we, you know, finished up with Tuesday. While in the midst of defending herself to Wyatt, Sally collapses. Now, did you also notice Flo saying, hey, maybe she's flaking? <laughs> yeah, I knew that that was going to be um, her reaction was thinking that she was faking. Yeah. Yeah, but um, they didn't. It didn't seem like they took it as far as they could have. Because I thought, I like, thought all that the way too. up into the hospital, Flo was going to be like, "This is this is fake." You probably have more doctor friends at the hospital that you have helping you with this just to get you guys out of trouble. But it it doesn't seem like they went that far with it. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah, it was interesting that she just collapsed, and you know the thing is. They made it hyped up in the um, the previews that Sally is going to suffer a major medical crisis. Come to find out, it was stress. Now, I'm not saying stress is not a major crisis, but I think she had a whether was it a panic attack? Was yeah, it was a panic attack. Yeah, she had a panic attack, and believe me, they are real. You know, and it can make a person feel like that they are in cardiac distress and different things like that, and you can't pass out. Um, but that's good. It wasn't as major as the um as the previews made it because when they originally stated in the previews promos, whatever that she was going to have a suffer a real medical crisis, I'm thinking like, okay, so which direction are they going to go now? They're not going to believe her. She's now in the hospital with God knows who what. So, yeah, they that, that's good that they didn't drag out a storyline into something else. Yeah. You know, so. And that was pretty much it on Wednesday when it came to Sally and, you know, all of them. The the biggest thing on Wednesday was the pain Steffi was in. Because now Steffi's awake, of course. Yeah. 
And, um, yeah, because Riz was talking to her, and then finally, you know, she blinks her eyes, and, you know, she's awake, but she's in a lot of pain. I will say kudos to Bold and the production staff, because they handled this whole social distancing while filming very Mm -hmm. well. Yeah, I agree. I mean, everybody was standing six six feet apart. <laughs> um, and I noticed obviously the scenes where Steffi was in the bed looking up, and then they were standing off to the back, or the scene that where Ridge was sitting next to the bedside. I don't think Jacqueline McInnes Woods was in the bed he was talking to. So right. they kind of flipped the scenes to actually make the editing look like both people were, you know, like Ridge was actually talking to her bedside. So they did a great job in production. It didn't look, you can tell that they were social distancing, but it wasn't awkward editing. Yeah, I agree. So I, I had to, I have to throw that out there. Production and editing team did an excellent job with that. But the doctor, oh my God, I can't wait till we see Steffi back at home and this doctor is now her new boo okay mm-hmm. it's taking too long <laughs> <laughs> you know what though What's I'm kind of glad I was I was afraid that what was going to happen was they were going to like when Steffi woke up mm-hmm. and then the first time she sees the doctor there's like automatic spark did, that did happen did you notice that I didn't know I didn't think it did happen oh my god okay so I'm, and I, I, I was glad that it didn't, well, at least in my opinion, I was glad it didn't happen that way because then it looks like this chick just got in an accident. The first thing she does when she wakes up is she's suddenly in love with this doctor and not thinking about her daughter or her health. So here's the thing, because when I saw it and Steffi looked at him, the way they made it appear as if she was like, oh, who is that? But oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I because I was I was like, um, and I thought the same thing you just said, which was I know she didn't just wake up from being unconscious and she talking about looking at a dude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I also on the flip side, some people were saying in the groups that it was her wondering why is she here? Like, okay, that's, who are yeah. you? Why am I here? That's what I that's how I took it. I didn't think that she because even after that she didn't they didn't give off of like any kind of flirty vibes or anything like that. There were no like long lingering stares, like how they normally like to do in the soaps. So that's why I didn't, I didn't see it as her. Um, really? Mm-hmm. Because they did divert a situation. Okay. So when, when she finally woke up, she saw her father, she saw him and there was this certain look and I'm like, mm, what's that? You know what I mean? Then her eyes diverted back over to her father, and then before they ended the scene, before the commercial, it went back to him with her looking at him in a certain way, and I'm like, okay, she just woke up. Can't, I mean, granted, I want them to get, you know, let's move this along, because I want Liam out of, the, you know, Liam needs to go mind his own business, but you know, at the same time, I just was hoping that they didn't go in the direction of oh my god, I woke up and there's this gorgeous guy in front of me. Who are you? You know, so I'm glad that, you know, it's so many differences of opinions when it comes to that look that Steffi gave him. Like, you thought, hey, where am I and who are you? 
And then there were some other folks that thought, oh, yeah, she's she woke up to a gorgeous dude. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see. But, um, yeah, she was in so much pain. And now here's the thing. They did tests and stuff. And the doctor kept saying, oh, she's stable. Yeah, she's stable. And if she needs something, she'll ask for it. And I'm like, okay, if you see this girl is clearly in pain. And then he turns around and say, well, Stephanie, do you actually want some pain? And I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, you the doctor, you can tell. Well, but I guess, I don't know, maybe they feel that, you know, they wanted her to actually say, I want pain reliever. I don't know. What do you think about that whole thing? Yeah, I I didn't really think much of, I didn't think much of it, I guess. Okay. I, I just felt like they kept going back and forth between the her being in pain and the doctor um, talking about, uh, I guess, what she'll need to do for recovery or what her injuries are. Mm-hmm. Uh, when she, so like um, the the one, I can't remember if it was Wednesday's episode or Thursday. Mm-hmm. Or, um, wait, what day are we on? We're on Wednesday. This right? is Wednesday. Yeah, I can't remember if it was Wednesday or Thursday and he said something like um, he made it. He almost made it seem like there was something serious that was going to be wrong with her right before a break, because he said something like, oh, um, yeah, something he did. like her. It was her X-rays or something. Right. About, I, I well, I can understand why she's in pain because because of what I saw in her X-rays or something like that. And I'm like, oh dang, are they about to throw something heavy on Steffi? But it ended up just being her ribs. Right. Which that came that came out on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but but uh, mm-hmm. that's what. Yeah. I, I didn't. It doesn't seem like there's much damage other than she's just in a lot of pain and um, she's just gonna have to heal. Yep. You know. Um. That's. I mean, like you said, this week it was the first two went more that Monday, uh, Tuesday, and Wednesday. It really was a lot of back and forth between the two of them, I mean, with, with Steffi waking up, that was a change, and then of course, realizing what was going on. Yeah. And she also, you know, found out that she got hit. Now, at that point, she didn't know who hit her, though. Right. On Wednesday, she didn't know, you know, she just known that she was in a lot of pain, and that, you know. Now, um, other than that, I don't think that that was too much. Most of the interesting information happened on Friday because Thursday the 30th was preempted so um, that pushes us into Friday Mm -hmm. Um, that this is where they actually had Flo I mean uh, had Sally at the hospital and the doctor (laughs) the doctor was like who's family here because yeah. before I let anybody in, knowing that this girl is pretty much in the condition she in, I need to know who you are. And, you know, why it was like the closest thing to family is probably going to be me because none of her actual family lives here in L.A. And um, see, and this is the whole thing that goes back to when we were talking back in March and April with this thing. I understand mm-hmm. that the grandma, the the cause that the cousin I don't know that little that guy that was with them and Coco, all of them are off canvas. They're gone. 
But with everything that was supposedly going on back three, four months ago with her, and even now, why don't they just let folks know what's the deal with with Sally? I mean, right. where's the call of family? <laughs> yeah, that they could have. I think they could have been a little more realistic with that and had someone. At the very least, say, "Hey, I I did call your little sister, or I did call your um, your grandma." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But no, I haven't heard any mention of Sally's family since she originally started to lie about her being sick <laughs> and not wanting them to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I just it didn't make that part doesn't make sense to me because. I mean, even when even when Katie was dealing with this whole thing, and remember we were talking about where you know Katie was like, "But you need to, if anybody, you need to let Wyatt know. He yeah. should be the one to know." And it's like, really, right? Okay. The, the guy that broke up with her, uh, right? No. <laughs> How about her little sister or her grandmother? <laughs> exactly. I mean, you tell the family. I mean, and then it was this big secret, like you can't tell nobody. Okay. We won't tell nobody, but you got to tell, if anybody tell Wyatt, okay, a big secret like that, but you won't tell your ex. Yeah. Okay. So I I just thought that was kind of crazy how they, as it'll be different if like, okay, say for example, like with Liam's mom's side of the family, we never knew, we don't know them. We've never seen them. So it would be hard for us to associate to call somebody on that side of the family. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. We do know Sally does have actual family, which is the difference because they've been on canvas. And for them to say, you know, oh, don't call anybody, but Wyatt, it's just like, it's weird to me. I don't know if anybody else see it that way. Just my interpretation, you know. But um, I just thought that was pretty interesting. But yeah, to come to find out, the you know, the doctor... You know, saying, hey, you know, you can't be in here long. You know, Sally's pretty much stressed out, you know, and come to find out that's what they told her, that she had a panic attack. That's when we actually got the diagnosis on um, the Friday episode that, you know, she was stressed out and had a panic attack while she was trying to um, defend herself and Mm -hmm. her behavior to Wyatt. So, what did you think about that, Sandy? Anything? Um... I mean, I, it was good that it came from another doctor other than Penny. Otherwise, I don't think yeah. Flo would have been completely convinced. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then when she said, um, she said that Sally, her body had shown signs of stress for a long time now. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that kind of gives her like a small bit of redemption, but at the same time, ah, they could also okay. be thinking, um, well, yeah, she's probably been stressed out because she's been trying to keep this lie up for months. That's true. But in reality, you know, I didn't even think of it like that. That was a good point you made. You yeah. know that that could be a redemption piece. She's been stressed out for a long time. Yeah, and then, re- but in reality, not in reality, but in the show reality. Mm-hmm. That was originally why she went to the doctor in the first place, and her record does does show her medical record that Flo saw does show that she's um, that she was having um, high bouts of like stress and anxiety and stuff like that. So there's a little something that backs it up, and it, and they know that for sure that she's not just completely making things up. Yeah, 
conversation right have, like some things it's just not it's just not terminal like she was trying to make it out to be exactly so I guess at one point um Sally just wanted to dismiss Penny and Flo out of the room because she wanted to talk to Wyatt privately. Mm-hmm. What was your thoughts on that? Because Flo was like, uh, I ain't leaving unless, and Wyatt was like, you know what, y'all wait outside. So yeah. I guess Flo was okay with that, but what do you think about that whole thing? I don't, I mean, Wyatt is a grown man. If Flo is worried <laughs> exactly. about him being in a room by himself with Sally, then I think that says more about Wyatt than it does about Sally. I mean, Sally yeah. could continue to try to lie to him if she wanted to, but Wyatt is an adult. Um, he can make the choice to believe her or or not. So, exactly. Yeah. I don't, I, yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you on that one because... Um, you know, I mean, they do need to have a talk. You know, I mean, there's some, honestly, there's some stuff that he did that to her. And, of course, now there's some stuff that she has done to him with this whole thing. So, okay. they, they do need to talk. They need some closure right, on this thing. And especially Sally. Sally needs to know, like, look, you know, he needs some apologizing to do. I don't know how he can make up for that, but you know, the thing is, is basically saying, you know what, I was wrong. Maybe I shouldn't have jumped ship so quickly when I was engaged to you in a relationship with you and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people say that basically, you know, with Wyatt and Liam, that they're so vastly different, but how they deal with women are similar. Yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, I mean, hey, Wyatt is more like Bill... In, in some of his ways not completely because Bill can be a little ruthless I mean I yeah. think Wyatt has a cutoff switch to that Yeah, but you got Liam who is green you know he he's a veg I think he's a vegan and you know mm-hmm. lives his life a little bit more in that aspect yeah are their personalities different but when it comes to dealing with women that's I mean honestly that's something what he was doing with Sally and with Flo is something similar to what Liam would do with Hope and Steffi. Yeah, I agree. You know, so the the what the the Spencer boys are, yeah, they the women need to look out for them. <laughs> Although I will say, I do think Wyatt is has been more upfront with Sally about his feelings for Flo. Like he he flat out told Sally that. Um, he wanted to be with Flo and that, mm-hmm. you know, what they had was over in a, you know, in a sense, I can't remember his exact words, but um, like, so like all those times that Sally kept saying um, that she wanted to give their relationship another chance or whatever it was she was saying to him and why it was telling her like, no, I, I'm, I'm with Flo now. And I feel like Liam does this thing where he never really, specifically states and says there is no future between us don't try it um with Stephanie with Stephanie don't try it don't um you know I I don't stop flirting with me whatever he it's like he embraces the games instead of putting his foot down with Stephanie and saying no this is not we're not doing this Mm -hmm. um and it gives that illusion of maybe there's still a chance 
so that's that's the thing that frustrates me with Liam that I feel like Wyatt wasn't doing with Sally and Flo. And, and exactly. Yeah, and so even even remember the one I can't remember what the argument was about. I think it was when it was about Kelly or not Kelly. Um, it was about Beth. It was okay. when Beth first went back to when they first found out about Beth and she was going back to Hope. Remember that the three of them were there and I think Hope kept telling Wyatt, you need to tell Steffi that you don't want to be with her or something like that. And and mm-hmm. Liam Liam gave her this look like, why would I say that to her? Or what is wrong with you? Like he couldn't believe that Hope was asking him to say that. And he never said it. Wow. You you don't remember yeah. that scene? I, yeah, that was a while. <laughs> it was a while. It was a while back, but I I just remember like this would have been the prime opportunity for him to to tell Steffi if he doesn't want to be with her. I don't want to be with you. I want to be with exactly. Her. Um. So you know, no more games or no more flirty comments. No, you know, none of that. And he didn't. He wouldn't say it. And I remember. Um. And then of course Hope got pissed and she left. And it's like mm-hmm. I. It's like this is why. This is why Liam is annoying because he never like really truly states his feelings about things one way or the other. He leaves this gray area. And- yeah, I, and you know what? Then in that case, yeah, because like you said, he he did come out and tell. You know, I mean Wyatt. That is came out and told Sally. You know, hey, this is where I'm at now. Yeah. You know, so. How he did it was a little stank. It was, <laughs> but and and then of course he hid the original kiss that him and Flo had while he was still with Sally. Cause she like I I keep going back to that. I mean, seriously, you, you know he wanted to pick a fight with Sally over that, but you in the means and then the whole thing like we was talking about last week with Thomas. You know, saying, oh, you're going to keep that for me and what Thomas is doing, blah, blah, blah. Okay, but you keeping a whole kiss right? and little stuff that you was done with Flo on the side as well. So, I mean, come on now. Yeah. So He's very, Wyatt is very much a hypocrite in his situation. I mean, Liam is too, but Wyatt definitely has been a hypocrite with the way he's handled this. Yeah, it's crazy. And then, it and, was crazy. And Flo, of all people, trying to lecture somebody about lying to the people that that she loves. Uh, ma'am, did you not just steal a baby last year and try to Well, here's it? the thing. Let's, <laughs> let's kind of briefly talk about that because it seems to me, Miss Keisha, is that you have not redeemed Flo as of yet. I ha- I mean, no, I haven't really. I haven't. <laughs> I think the reason why it annoys me so much in this situation is because of the way Wyatt handled everything. The mm-hmm. way he basically broke up with Sally over something that Thomas was doing. Mm-hmm. Like you broke up with you, you pitched this big old fit over um, some scheme that Thomas and it wasn't really a scheme. Thomas just told Sally he was going to Go after hope. go after hope. Mm-hmm. So you broke up with with Sally over that, and yet when you found out Flo sold that sold that baby, sold Beth, you forgave her in a matter of a week. You were feeling sorry mm-hmm. for her, and you were trying mm-hmm. to get everybody else to forgive her. And 
and oh she didn't mean it she was manipulated like that was your reaction to that actual crime versus your reaction to finding out Sally knew that someone was going after his sister-in-law like seriously (laughs) yeah I, I mean honestly the way that Flo came to town her foundation working with Buckingham and all of that with and the money that she took she played the fake mom yeah. you know to sell off a baby blah 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 you know and she knew what she was doing Buckingham didn't force her to do that yeah now here's the thing because with this whole kidney redemption thing with Katie cause see that's what they they were like okay I'm, we're gonna bring this girl over she's gonna be the next Logan of the family because she's a Logan Right. At the end of the day, even though her mom is Shauna and everybody can't, Brooke can't stand her, her father is Stormy. So the thing is, they bring this Logan over and it's like, okay, we got her in a criminal. Here we go with a character that's backed into a corner. What are we going to do with her? Because technically we have named her another Logan. So they bring in this story where Katie's kidneys are failing. She needs a kidney and in order to clean up the whole Buckingham baby missing story, they bring in this whole thing with her donating the kidney. Now, there are half of folks that are like, oh yeah, that's a wonderful thing. She saved her aunt's life. Her little cousin now has his mom, which is Will. Um, there's other people on the opposite side of this, like, nope, she's still a baby stiller. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, that will be me. <laughs> so, it's this, it depends on, I guess, how you see this. Is, is she redeemed for giving up a kidney, or will she always be labeled as a criminal? So, I don't know. Whatever you guys think, you guys put it in the comments. Do you see her as still the criminal baby stiller, or do you see her as the noble organ donator? You know, so I don't know, but I think that in the the reality of the show itself, in Mm -hmm. order to keep this newfound Logan on screen, they had to pull her out of that corner. They had to. Yeah, I get it. Um, but the, but the other thing is, remember, there was, everybody forget, because remember, Katie was going around forgiving her, okay? Mm-hmm. Telling everybody, she was on a crusade to tell everybody to forgive her. Because yeah. Bill was mad, Brooke was mad, Hope was mad, everybody was mad, except Wyatt and Quinn, okay? Yep. But the thing is, is that there was an episode that they didn't complete, uh, a storyline that they didn't complete because, or tell me if I'm wrong, Keisha, I might have missed something. It's been a while. We've been on hiatus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but at one point, it was where Brooke and Hope was not going to forgive Flo. Did they ever complete that or they just left it? I feel like they just left it because that's the, the last thing I remember is Brooke saying that she would never forgive her and I don't I don't ever remember Hope softening up on Flo either. Yeah, I didn't think so either because I'm like, when Katie was trying to get Brooke to forgive her, it was like, eh, mm, mm, not going to do it. Yeah. And then, you know, Hope um, Hope was feeling some kind of way, but then they just left it there. So I, 
I guess they figure like, okay, we don't want to keep that back and forth going because technically that's her niece, that's Hope's cousin, whatever. So, you know, fast forward, I know we kind of digressed a little bit, but I kind of want to touch on the history flow. Uh, I mean, the history of flow. What is her last name? What's Shana's last name? I'm trying to think. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I don't know. Shana. I was Fulton. Fulton. Fuller. Fulton. Fulton. Yeah, because you got Quinn Fuller and you got Shauna Fulton. Isn't that okay. interesting? Okay. So yeah. similar. But, um, now that we're at where where we are now, you know, it seems that she's been redeemed. Sally's out of Wyatt's life. Sally's begging and pleading for freedom now. Mm-hmm. And Flo is in. And probably is going to be his future. Depending yeah. on where that goes. So that's where we're at with that. Um. Alright, so now we're going to talk about a little bit what happened at the hospital yesterday on the 31st with Liam. Liam comes up and what do you think of his hair and beard? Scott Clifton looks really different yesterday. His hair is a little longer. <laughs> what do you but think? Kinda, do you think it was a good look? I, I, I'm, so I love beards. I think we talked about this last week when we were talking about seeing Thomas in the previews mm-hmm. with his beard. I love beard, so I love the beard on him, but the the odd thing is that his beard, the texture of his beard doesn't match his hair, <laughs> so it almost makes his beard look like it's fake, which I doubt that it is because, I mean, we've been in quarantine and I've seen a lot of guys on um, grow out their beards, yeah. yeah, grow out their beards, so I don't think it's fake, but it just looks, it looks odd because it, the textures don't match. <laughs> So and funny. I, I don't mind the long hair. I, I personally, I like guys with, um, I like short hair. So like, for, like with Nick Newman, mm-hmm. I love when they give him a short haircut. I don't like when they let his hair grow out. Okay, so gotcha. I don't mind Liam's long hair too much, but I, I hope that he cuts it and leaves, but leaves the beard there. But even the way it was styled, it mm-hmm. was like comb shifted to a certain direction. Yeah. And- and I'm like, I, I was just, I didn't even pay attention to really what he was saying in the hallway when he was talking to Bill. I was just looking at his, I'm like, look at Scott Clifton. <laughs> I hope, I hope the beard stays. That's all I'm going to say about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was definitely a different look for him. He looks totally different to me. The limbs yeah. from earlier this year compared to what I saw yesterday, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. I, it's not a bad, oh my God, guys. It was different. I got to get yeah. used to it. So, you know, I, that yeah. was pretty That was pretty interesting. But um, he was shocked to find out that his dad hit her. Yeah. Now, here's my thing. And I think we kind of touched on this last week. Remember, Liam is always Captain Sable. Yep. Now that... Um, you know, Steffi's injured and she's probably going to be down for a while because next week spoiler, the doctor does tell her that she's going to be, it's going to take her weeks to heal. So that means that she's going to be down for the count and be taken care of, right? Mm-hmm. So, 
is this where Captain Savum is going to kick in again and feel some kind of way, and then Hope is going to be like, oh my God, you spend too much time over there. What do you think? Yes, I think that's going <laughs> so, And I think, and you know how Hope is, Hope always encourages him. So I think what's going to happen is he, she's going to actually encourage Liam to take care of her, and I think she's going to also chip in and do things to help take care of Steffi. Mm-hmm. But then I think there's going to be, I think there might be a tinge of hope getting jealous because maybe she, like you said, maybe she feels like he starts to spend too much time over there helping her and he doesn't want Steffi to get, or she doesn't want Steffi to get the wrong idea. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because then I, it was funny that her comments was where's Where's Kelly? And he was like, oh, I am her father. I assigned, was it Amelia or somebody to keep her or something like that? Yeah, he said that he um, he had the babysitter that was there with Kelly in the first place. Mm-hmm. He had the babysitter take her to Hope. Okay, yeah. And the next question that came, and I was kind of shocked by that. The next question that came out of Steffi's mouth was, how does Hope feel about Kelly being there? And I'm like, really? Yeah. Do you think that she should have felt some kind of way about Kelly being at Hope's? Um, I think maybe she was, I, I took it as she was thinking that maybe Hope was bothered by having to look after Kelly. And I think that's why she said that to Lynn. Yeah, I was kind of shocked by that statement because I could hear Hope saying that maybe because of everything that has happened because Beth was in Steffi's care and maybe the reattachment. But the flip side of that, where Hope would be okay with Kelly being over there, especially her sister is there. Yeah, yeah, that was a kind of weird Store, I mean, they're a weird line that they use for that, but okay. And then you know, we had where Steffi was telling him, Are you hate me? Because I was, and he was like, Why, why do you think I hate you? Right? Well, this brought back memories of when we lost our, our other child when I was riding on a motorcycle. And I'm like, Okay, um, I, I don't know why. I know they tried to connect that too, but. I couldn't see him being upset by being by her riding a motorcycle. I don't know. It was her. What do you think about all that? I think she was just being emotional. You think so? Well, the way that they wrote it, yeah. Yeah, she got in that accident. So, of course, for her, the only other time that she had been in a motorcycle accident was when she lost the baby when mm-hmm. she was pregnant, which I that was the dumbest. I always hated that stupid. Um, that that storyline ended up that way. Yeah, that it was. I'm bad. like, that was bad. Gonna put her on a motorcycle and she's pregnant. Like, I, what woman in real life would really do that? I mean, well, I, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't that, that doesn't make sense. I mean, there are women hate, and look, I you know, a lot of people do a lot of activities while they yeah. was pregnant. I was roller skating when I was pregnant with my oldest. So. I mean, it depends. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know. I just felt like, I just felt like that was a, because again, it was another way for them to break up Liam and Steffi's, and that was the way they did it, was they made it her, they kind of made it her, her fault. fault. Um, mm-hmm. by, Whereas when Hope had her miscarriage, they made it Quinn's fault. Right. 
were arguing with her down the stairs or something. I don't it that that whole thing was just crazy. But did you see Liam's face when the doctor came in that room? They're looking at him like, oh, who is that? <laughs> you know what? I'm interested to see when they start to get this um relationship between Steffi and the doctor going. Mm-hmm. Is like you said, Liam is always the I've got a I'm the one that has to save everybody. Um, save my women when they're in need. Um, I'm, I'm, I wonder if they're going to have an instance of where Liam feels like he's got to do something for Steffi or be there for Steffi in some way. Not because Steffi is asking him to, but because mm-hmm. he feels like it's his job to. Mm-hmm. And that doctor like put Liam in check like, look dude, you you guys have a child together, but you aren't together. This isn't your job anymore. Let me handle this. I would love to see something like that happen. Yeah, see, here's the thing. Like we just said, Liam is Captain Salem, and so he's going to be over all the time. But I, they're they're inserting this doctor to probably be at the house a lot too. Yeah. And so, and from the way it looks, I, he might even know Thomas because from whatever previews I saw a couple weeks ago, he's telling this dude, you know, hey, take care of my sister, blah, blah, blah. So that means that, and I'm trying to find what his actual name is on the show. Dr. Dr. Finnegan, I think. I, I think don't know something person. like that. I can't think of what his... um. I know his name is David Hoffman because he, you know, he's also, he's an actor. He's on the Liberty Mutual commercial. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to do like I did last week with calling him Dr. Bibberty because <laughs> that's not fair. But, um, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, I want to make sure that I use the actual character name. So... Let me see. What is his I name? I guess I didn't um I didn't really think that take it that him and Thomas knew each other. I just figured it was a that was a general statement that um Thomas was saying to him about his sister, like if you guys are dating now, you know, you better take care of my sister kind of thing. Mhm. I didn't I guess I didn't look at it as uh Okay. Well, you know, those are clips. So, you know, the thing is, we'll definitely find out eventually what that was about. You know what I mean? It was, um, I, I'm just looking forward to her being John um, Finnegan. That's his name. Finnegan. Dr. Finnegan. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you. So we'll You're remember welcome. that, Dr. Finnegan. I'm just looking forward to the fact that. Liam is going to they they're gonna probably write into the storyline that Liam is going to feel some kind of way about Dr. Finnegan now being possibly her new boo. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then that's of course is going to upset Hope because you know he's gonna be over there complaining and he's over there all the time. And I know you know how some folks do. I I could right. be wrong, maybe they won't go that route, but I could you know possibly assume that he's going to be venting at hope about this guy and hope is going to be like well why do you care right i mean i know you care about your daughter but if she's moving on with somebody else why does that bother you right 
So that's going to, and I'm, I'm looking forward to that type of thing because if she really falls for this guy and this Dr. Finnegan sticks around for a while, that would be great. I mean, here she is, the CEO. He's a doctor. Perfect. <laughs> yep, I agree. Hopefully, hopefully this one works out and it's not one of those, it won't be one of those things where they're only on the, the show for a few episodes and then we never see them again, like the last couple of guys. Like the last couple of guys, yeah. yeah. Now, there are some folks in the group and I'll get your consensus and then we'll end uh, the podcast episode. But, because that's all pretty much what we have for yesterday. But a lot of people are saying, well, there are some folks, not a lot, but some folks in the groups are saying that they don't think they got the right actor to play. That He's not man enough. I've seen that comment. Oh, this guy's not man enough to be with Steffi. And I'm like, really? <laughs> what do you think about who they chose to possibly be her new guy? I like the pick. I think I, he's I, I don't handsome. see anything wrong with it either. Yeah, I think he's handsome. He looks age appropriate, and like the the last guy they tried to pair her with, I felt like he looked significantly younger than um than Jacqueline McInnes would. Mm-hmm. Um, like he to me that that guy looked like a teenager. He didn't look like um an an adult that yeah. in his early thirties, late twenties. He didn't look like that to me. So. I, I think the pairing is good. I think the people that are saying that are probably fans of Steffi and Bill being together. And they look at Bill as the kind of man that they feel like Steffi should be with. And, you know, he's a, a man's man where he's tough and take takes no prisoners and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. So I, my I guess think... is people that feel like that probably are fans of, of those two being coupled. Yeah, I think, oh, and I've even said this in other conversations back earlier this year and late last year, because of Steffi being opposite of Hope in, in characterization-wise, they're looking to possibly put her with somebody that has a persona like an Adam Newman because of this, I guess, this so-called darkness or the strength. I mean, because it, that's... That's where I've seen, oh, yeah, you put somebody like Adam Newman or even the guy that plays him Mm -hmm. as a totally, not even as Adam Newman, the character, but if they took um, that guy, oh, my God, what is his name? And I'm a fan of Adam Newman. Okay, Which which Adam? The the current Adam. Oh, okay. Yeah, not Justin Hartley. Not Justin Hartley. The current Mark Grossman. Okay. If they yeah. took him and put him, gave him whatever name, name him Doctor Finnegan, and put him with her because of because I think how old is he? He's in his mid thirties. Yeah, they're looking for that type of persona to be with somebody like Steffi. I don't think he looks that. Not that they look alike, but I don't think his features are that different from the current. Me either. I mean. Honestly, the yeah, same this guy, but because I think what it is, because this dude has made a mark with that commercial, a lot of people don't take him seriously. Oh, the Liberty Liberty guy, you know, I even, you know, and that's why I wanted to change and find his actual character name because there's a lot of people that say, oh, yeah, that's the dude, the Liberty Liberty dude, the Liberty Mutual guy, and they don't see him as this actor, they just see this dude on the commercial. So, 
I mean, granted, I mean, hey, he had to get money where he could. I mean, hey, that's a stepping stone for him to get a job on that yeah. show. I mean, on that commercial and then move up to something else. Now he's on the soaps. I think yeah. he's been in soaps before, too, or his significant other spouse has. Yes, I know his spouse has for sure. He's been on Bolton and Beautiful, actually. Exactly. So, I mean, granted, if you can kind of remove that aspect of him doing that commercial and see, because like you just said, his features aren't that far apart from Mark Grossman. Yeah, the dark hair. He's got a slim build. Mm-hmm. I think he's handsome. I mean, so and I just... We don't really know anything about his character yet. I mean, yes, we know he's a doctor. Right. But uh, under the, underneath that doctor persona, he could be... Um, Anybody. <laughs> yeah, he had the same kind of uh, personality traits as the Adam Newman does or as Bill. <laughs> I wouldn't mind to have that dark switch over there. I mean, Bill has been subdued in these past year in this past year. I mean, granted, has he, you know, but because he's trying to placate Katie and be the good dad, which he should be, they mm-hmm. kind of have toned down the Bill character. Yeah. You bring somebody from the outside who can bring, and that's why you got Thomas. Thomas kind of brought a little bit of edge in there too, but his went way over. Yeah, too. he was yeah, he, he was, was too, too far. far. <laughs> yeah, he was too far gone. But if you kind of bring somebody that's got a little bit of, for her, and not in a way that it's like criminal, like what right. her brother did, I think maybe that would be a switch for her. Then Liam, that don't know what want, Mr. Flaky, wishy washy, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't want. I I don't want her to have someone that is causing trouble because she's done enough of that herself in the past. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I don't want that to come back around to her character and. Um, drag her into like that kind of drama but definitely somebody that is that is tough and like you said knows what they want um i, I would love for him to have that kind of personality gotcha. not someone that not someone that she can run over exactly yeah i mean she needs somebody that's pretty much her equal yeah mm-hmm. and not saying that liam isn't and to be a nice guy is a bad thing Certain personalities fit with certain personalities. There are people, and I hey, I was a Steffi and 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 Liam fan, but because Liam don't know what he wants, if he was specifically a hundred percent into Steffi, I'd be like, okay, let's go. Because to me, like you said last week, Liam, uh, Hope and Liam are boring. Mm-hmm. They're boring, and I know you guys, the fans, are probably gonna come for me, but I don't, you know. In my opinion, I was a Steffi and Liam fan, but that changed because Liam is back and forth. So right. I want Steffi away from that triangle and put her with somebody else who can, you know, be, they can be up to the speed that they need to be. So we shall see. Yep. So can I add? Sure. Other, so aside from Steffi and Liam, because I feel like we've, we've talked about them enough, what other storylines? Are you excited to to see um, in the future? I want Shauna back. Quinn, mm-hmm. um, I I really don't want to see see the sparring event with with her and Brooke. But if they're going to go there, I'm going to need 
Eric to side with his wife. Not with his yeah. ex and his, as they say, his baby mama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need her, I, I need where both of them put Brooke in her place because she can't just go and bulldoze her way through other people's relationships. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. she That woman feels like she is entitled to tell everybody how to live their lives and it just it's amazing that they continue to write her character that way yeah i mean <laughs> she her life is in she bounces back between everybody and whatever okay but the thing is is that you do stuff but then you want to bulldoze and put your nose in everybody else's stuff and demand <laughs> and i um i forbid and I'm going to need you to leave. And I'm like, oh, how are you going to come up? And... Granted, her and Eric are friends. But see, that's the problem. Eric has been too nice to her. And so yes. she feels that it's okay to just come into whoever he's married with, whether it's, I don't know, anybody that he's with at the time, that she feels yes. that she has the entitlement to just walk in and say whatever and do whatever when it comes to Eric and his life. Right. Yeah, and the and people and that was that killed me because a lot of the people in the group would say, "Well, she's a mother of his children." Blah blah blah. Their kids are damn near forty years old. Exactly. <laughs> um, exactly. It, it's past the she's a mother of his children. Like that doesn't. They're adults now. They're not. They're not babies. Exactly. It doesn't give her the right to to be able to barge into his life and and tell him what to do and to treat his wife. However she wants to treat her like that there that that's no that's not an excuse yeah that's not and you know what to to go into what you was just saying right then and there about this whole older oh, mother of the, the mother of his children it'd be different if they were will and what's the other I know, into douglas's age then you got to yeah. say, hey, I need to speak to him. This is the father. I need to deal with the situation with the kids. Like you say, these folks, Rick, Bridget, they are, they so grown, they, they overgrown. They got their own family. Okay? Yeah. So for, for them to use their logic to say, well, he's the mother of their kids. Okay, they're not living in that house. Right. They're not even on the show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, so that is yeah, that is not that is not an excuse whatsoever because if that's the case, then you guys need to, they need to stop. Cause those are the same people that probably complain about Taylor. Uh, yeah. So would you guys have the same thing to say if this was Taylor barging into, um, Ridge's house? Of course not. It was with him and Brooke being married and telling Brooke, she demands her to leave Ridge's house. Would you be saying, well, that she's the mother of, of Bridges' kids, so she has a right to to do that. Uh, no, she doesn't. No, Their she, kids are grown. Exactly, exactly. You know, so that's one storyline that you know I I don't I don't. Want. I mean, if they do, they you know put her in her place to say, okay, you just can't walk up in my house and dictate to me and my wife what you think should go on here. So that whole yeah. thing, but it's going to be interesting to see what happened with Shauna and Rich. Mm-hmm. So that's another storyline, and of course, Doctor Finnegan and Steffi, and what you know when Thomas come back, what is that's his what thing is going to be in all of this? I'm I'm looking forward to Thomas because I I would love to see um, 
what they're going to do with him and his character and if there's any redemption at all like how how can you possibly redeem this character after the year and a half of um basically terrorizing hope and liam and brooke well here's the thing girl listen if they do a redemption thing, just say they say, oh, you know what? I had surgery. I had a brain tumor. Mm-hmm. Just as much as they had Liam and Hope's so-called getting remarried off screen during the pan- uh, the, the hiatus, mm-hmm. they could easily come back and say, well, yeah, well, you know, it's been a while, but I had had surgery and I'm better now. Yeah, that's true. They home. Oh. What? You know what? I meant to say this last week. So with the old episodes that they've been showing, mm-hmm. it it was funny to see like the old episodes with Thomas, um, the like the old Thomases, mm-hmm. how, um, how like Brooke and everybody else treated him like a normal person. Okay. Because back then, of course, there there were no issues with Thomas. No. Mm-mm. And then and now like with this the current Thomas, they like to bring up this history of Thomas having mental issues and stuff like that. And I cannot remember this line. Um it was when it was the episode where they were in Cabo, Thomas, Hope, Le- uh, Liam and Steffi. Mm-hmm. Um it was that episode. They were in Cabo and then they show Brooke and Ridge. They're talking about um they find out that Thomas had proposed to Hope but Hope or Hope turned him down and um I forget what Rich says to Brooke but Brooke says something like well it's not that Thomas is a bad guy I mean she wouldn't be he wouldn't be the the worst person that she could end up with something like that it's just that I know that she's still in love with Liam mm. so you hear you hear the old character you hear her character say something like that and then fast forward to today with Thomas has had this history of of uh being unstable, blah blah blah, and it's like, come on, writers. <laughs> well, they, <laughs> we they only grabbing no at straws because they keep bringing up the fact that he shot at Rick, but yeah. there was precipitating activities that happened right before that. I mean, Rick did some things to him as well, so they right. want to pick and choose and cherry pick that whole thing to make it look like, oh my God, Thomas is he got a bad history. Yeah, okay, whatever. yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that's what I'm. I, that's my most the storyline I'm looking forward to the most. Okay, in the future to see how that plays out. Yep, we shall see. And that ends our episode today for the recap of the bold and the beautiful for the week of 727 through 731. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know I did. Didn't you as well, Keisha? I did. Good, good, good. And hopefully, you know, I know a lot went on. I do want to mention, because I know some of the folks are from the group, when we have these preemptions, and especially if it has to deal with the loss of someone, especially an icon in this country, please be considerate of your responses. I understand you, you've been waiting three months for the soap. We finally got them back on and now there are preemptions. What happened this week 
with um, one of the icons in this country, um, of course, they needed to pay tribute. And so sometimes we just need to take a seat and, you know, just, you know, let we can't control what happens on CBS. They have the control. It's a soap. We didn't miss anything. All it did was push a couple of episodes into the new week. That's it. It wasn't like you missed anything. So just be mindful. Um, I, I noticed that there was some back and forth in the groups and some of the comments were shut off because a lot of people were somewhat disrespectful. You know, if you feel some kind of way, keep it for your own personal group chat with regards to things like that, because there are people that did acknowledge, you know, um, this icon in our country at the and did acknowledge the fact that they wanted to pay homage to him. So, you know, let's just all be mindful of those things. And we always going to get to see the soap. We're going to talk about them. You know, CBS does what CBS does, whether it's court whether it's March Madness it happens so we just have to just roll with the, we've been dealing with everything else we can deal with this year in 2020 we can <laughs> we can deal with missing a couple days okay so it's okay yes. it's okay alright so <laughs> you guys I'm going to let you go um, we will see you in the next episode next week again there were some rumors about the young and the restless starting back up on TV on August 3rd, but they show previews for next week and it's not going to be new episodes for the Young and the Restless. So I just want to put that out there. I don't know if they're starting production August 3rd, but new episodes on CBS is not airing August 3rd for the Young and the Restless. So we'll keep, you know, um, recapping the bold and the beautiful until Young and the Restless come back to us. And until next time, did you have anything else, Keisha, before we go? I don't. All right. So you guys continue to stay safe. Thank you guys from all over the world listening to us. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we will see you next time. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. We hope that you've enjoyed this week's episode and enjoyed both parts, part one and two. We do apologize for the break-in between the two, which is why we have two parts this week. Look forward to speaking with you next weekend.